0: Welcome to the Parent Fit Podcast, where we discuss how to make health and fitness a part of your everyday life as a busy parent. I'm your host, Rob Brown, and I'm a personal trainer and founder of the HealthyParentPlaybook.com, an online coaching program for busy parents. Welcome to the Parent Fit Podcast, where we discuss how to make fitness a part of your everyday life as a busy parent. I'm your host, Rob Brown, and today our guest is Steph from Aprey the Bump, where she helps families and their little ones get the sleep they crave in order to thrive. But before we get to her, we are presented by the Healthy Parent Playbook. Imagine a fitness and nutrition plan that is not overwhelming and doesn't take up your entire day. A coach that checks in on you frequently and helps keep you motivated and more consistent than you've ever been with any previous program not to mention a community of like-minded parents all lifting each other up and supporting one another. The Healthy Parent Playbook is not a diet fad or extreme workout plan. Instead, we use a nutrition plan powered by registered dietitians and at-home workouts to fit your busy life. Our clients achieve their goals, whether it's to lose weight, gain energy to play with their kids, or gain confidence in their health. Check them out at thehealthyparentplaybook.com. One more time, it's the healthyparentplaybook.com. Steph, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Rob, thanks for having me.
0: No problem, no problem. Definitely wanted to have you on. I think, you know, one of the things that we overlook is once we have children and once we're do- we have our mind on a million different things, you know, are they sleeping well? Are they eating well? And I know for myself, with, with my ch- my children, the sleep, we were kind of, we're winging it as far as sleep. There wasn't a lot of guidelines as far as how much they should sleep, how to get them to sleep. The best way it was, you know, if they sleep, great, get them to sleep as long as possible and good luck. So I wanted to have you on because you work with parents of, you know, infants, newborns, toddlers, um, yeah. to Get like you said, to get the kids the sleep they need, but maybe more importantly, the parents... <laughs> kind of their sanity and their sleep that they need. So tell the people, you know, who you are and what do you do?
1: Yeah, so I'm Steph and I'm the owner of uh, Alprey the Bum and I work with tired families and help them guide their little ones to sleep through the night. So like you said, I work all the way from newborns from the minute you get home from the hospital um, through kindergarten because Uh, Sleep is always important at every stage of your child's life. And just like you said, we are handed our bundle of joy sent home with no directions or guidelines on how to achieve this key part of health, which is sleep.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think i I stumbled upon your Instagram page via a friend, a friend actually posted a a review that she had left for you. It was a friend, uh, at the time she had two children, And at the time, my one-year-old, we were in this routine of rocking him to sleep for naps Mm -hmm. and to go to bed. We were sleeping on the ground by his crib because he wouldn't let us leave the room. And we would try to sneak out in the middle of the night. And at some point, I said, enough's enough. I I can't. We were doing that for weeks upon months. And I just said, "Okay, we can't do this anymore. And then I called you up. So like, when someone works with you, when someone reaches out to you, they They sign up for like a 15-minute you know consultation call you know what are they telling you is going on before they before they start working with you
1: yeah so just like what you mentioned i am not usually the first person someone calls when nights start getting crazy or even naps right so the families that work with me they have usually exhausted all of their options and they've tried to figure it out on their own. They've kind of gone in blind and um, they've let mo- weeks, months go by and they have done the Google searches. They have asked for help on Facebook groups. They've maybe even already read some sleep books. Um, and they usually come to me when they're just at a loss. They're frustrated, they're exhausted, and they just want someone else to tell them what to do. They just want someone else to take the, ra- the reins. And their issues range from a baby that's waking up all night. Or as your own personal experience, a toddler that's like refusing to nap or that needs to be rocked. And, you know, once our babies are past a certain weight limit, it is physically exhausting um, to be doing the rocking and the bouncing and all of that. So they come with a range of problems, but they are usually burnt out, exhausted and just want someone to tell them what to do. (laughs)
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned that someone has exhausted all their options because in this age of information where we all have basically a mini laptop in our pocket at all times, sometimes the first thing we do is go to Google, right? We go to Google, we go to our friends, we go to books, but we all also understand at the same time that our little ones are unique. So the Google page that says to do X, Y, and Z, you know, may not work for your child. The the book that that was written three years ago about, you know, the top five ways to get your child to sleep, you know, they may or may not work because your, your child, your environment, your routine is unique. So I found that working with you, and I'm sure other people as well found that having it somewhat a live person to talk to, right, a coach to actually bounce ideas off, tell them what's going on, because I can't do that to the book. I can't. Right. The-
1: and to tr- to troubleshoot, right? Because you can have a great plan that someone writes for you or that you read online or that's written out in a book, but your little one is out of the mind of their own. And they're going to, you know, I feel like Wes definitely threw some surprise um, <laughs> scenarios for us that we had to troubleshoot as well. And that happens all of the time. So part of it is like having that accountability partner, um, Mm -hmm. that coach, which you very well know makes the total difference. And the other part is the personalization aspect for however your little little one's going to react.
0: I think you mentioned that parents are, you know, they're frustrated by the time they reach out to you and it's because they've exhausted all their options because this has been going on for, um, a long time. Um, what other emotions would you describe as they reach out to you for that initial consultation?
1: Yeah. Um, these parents, they're just drained. They know that their child should be sleeping more. They know that they should be sleeping more and they're feeling trapped. Um, whether it's like literally trapped in the bedroom and they can't leave until their child is asleep and they're trying to escape and the child wakes back up or they're trapped from being able to live their family life as they had imagined, right? Like when you are expecting a little one or, um, you're, you're planning for a certain life, you don't think that your life is going to be so radically dictated by sleep. Um, so they're just all sorts of emotions. They they feel like sometimes they come to me and they don't think I'm going to be able to help them. You know, they're skeptical. Um, but they're ready to just give anything a shot at this point.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) was trapped, the being trapped, because like you said, a lot of, you know, as a stay at home dad, I, my day was built around my child's schedule. You know, when did, when they woke up, I had to be awake, right? When they eat, I have to be ready, et cetera, et cetera. So if your child isn't if it takes an hour to put them down for a nap and then it takes an hour to put them down at nighttime, not to mention, yeah. and we're not even talking about waking up throughout the middle of the night because they're having issues uh, connecting sleep cycles and you know, the list goes on. It affects the parents, you know, greatly because I felt trapped because you know, I had no, yeah. I didn't know what other options I had. Right. So I'm just going to rock him until he goes to sleep. And then one of the things that I heard through friends and family is, a phrase that I hate now and they, they said oh <laughs> it's just a phase he'll grow out of it right, and I just said right. well I'm ready for him to grow out of it today and, and, right. and that was that was what prompted me to reach out with you so when parents do get their kids to get on a consistent sleep schedule like what benefits so of course the benefits for the child right more sleep, more development. Yeah. They're, they're less yeah. agitated when they wake up because they get more sleep. And we all know how that feels. But what if pen- benefits do uh, parents see? What do they get when their children are in a consistent sleep routine?
1: Yeah. So what I love about my work and what's amazing about uh, teaching your little one to sleep well is that the benefits go far beyond bedtime. So, of course, the first benefit is sleep, and it's such an essential part of our health. We actually can die <laughs> from not sleeping enough uh, on a less extreme scale where if we're not sleeping, we're irritable, our immune system isn't functioning as it should, and our emotions are just not steady. Um, both. So I want you to think about this. This is the effects that you see both on yourself as a parent and on your child. So their immune system isn't firing on all cylinders. They're, they are irritable. You know, with toddlers, you're seeing so many more tantrums than maybe you would see if they had been sleeping, right? So once both the parent and the child are sleeping well, uh, the emotional and physical health starts falling into place, right? So additionally, so I mean, that's huge in, it, in itself, right? But yeah. additionally, through a consistent sleep schedule, it lets you plan and thrive. And if there's anyone that understands it, it's you, right? Because you are passionate and dedicated to helping parents find time to take care of themselves. And how are you going to say to yourself, okay, tomorrow I'm going to work out at this time. If you have no idea what your child is going to do through the night, so you don't know if you're going to have energy the next day or even through the day, right? So, just knowing when the naps are going to be, you have an idea of how long they're going to last, when bedtime is going to happen. That allows a family to prepare for their day-to-day life, whether it's a doctor's appointment. So like, when should I schedule the doctor's appointment? When is my child going to be in a better mood or play dates, Or even if you want to hire a babysitter and um, go out and enjoy yourself and you're going to know that your baby's going to be sleeping while you're out. So parents, can plan on times to take care of themselves and their needs too. So if you have no clue when your child is going to sleep or if they're even going to sleep and you aren't sleeping, it's going to be so difficult to thrive, to go yeah. beyond like the day-to-day survival mode. So I think the benefits apart from the health benefits uh, um, that sleeping brings any human,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: also that like being able to plan your life and live your yeah. life how you want to
0: yeah i think that mental health check of just realizing how stressed i was because i wasn't able to plan because my day wasn't predictable my routine wasn't predictable so when i knew i had to do something as small as start laundry right okay i'm gonna start start i'm gonna fold a load of laundry when am i gonna do it had no idea because i had no idea when my son was going to go to sleep um, how long it would take me to put him to sleep and how long he would sleep for right and then if he woke up am i gonna am i gonna be nap trapped again because the only way he goes back to sleep is rocking him and you know it's a domino effect and then suddenly i'm looking at three weeks of laundry not done because i can't figure (laughs) out when i'm actually gonna do it but yeah and then like you said parents you know we need sleep just just like our children do, we need to be able to have a predictable seven to nine hours depending on the person so that our hormones, our immune system is firing on all soldiers. And one of the things that we don't necessarily feel, I mean, we all feel tired and we all know when we're just purely running on caffeine, but when we, as parents aren't sleeping, we know that, you know, we're, we have more food cravings. We are less satisfied by food. We yes. are less likely to move throughout the day. We're more likely to sit and try to recharge during the day, which then leads to less movement. So we re- we're moving less. We're eating more. We are probably just unhappy, <laughs> well, less yes. happy because we're agitated by work. we're running on five hours of sleep. And we as humans shouldn't be doing that but for so long
1: yeah and even um just you know if you are a stay-at-home parent or even if you're a working parent the time then that you spend being with your child it's not time that you're really soaking them in and enjoying them you're more likely looking at the clock and thinking where is this kid going to sleep right so one of my favorite things that i've heard from um a family that i've worked with is like i can actually play with my child now and enjoy them Um, and I think that that benefit, you know, sometimes parents think that it's selfish to, um, sleep train and do, and, and focus so much on sleep and just let the child be or whatever, but you're actually doing your child a favor by giving them a parent that is present, that has their needs taken care of, and that's going to be so much happier, right? So you're doing them a favor at the end of the day.
0: Oh yeah. Big time. Let's say, um, What's the common issue you work with with parents to help their kids develop this routine?
1: Yeah, so my work, I would say, is twofold. And um, first, and probably you know, when we have our our fifteen minute evaluation call, I'm listening to you to see what I'm what I can pick up on uh, uh, for the sleep props and for the schedule. So those are the two main things that are going to um, have a an effect on on sleep. So I'm listening to see if, to see how the baby is falling asleep or the toddler. So maybe they're using a pacifier or they're drinking milk or many times it's the parent that has to physically be there. Um, so first we teach the baby or the toddler to fall asleep by using their own body and their own space. So finding that comfortable spot, um, or like sucking their lips or going on their belly, they need to find something within themselves to get comfortable so that it's not you or whatever other prop. And then the second part is um, finding the right, like the routine portion would be finding the right schedule. And so there's freedom in schedule and figuring out the correct schedule for your child is huge in supporting their sleep. So oftentimes, I'm working with overtired children, and whether it's because they're waking up a million times at night or because they uh, are awake for too long during the day. And unfortunately, when you're overtired, it's even harder to sleep. So what I do is I set up the right environment, not just like the physical sleep environment, but also the timing so that the circadian rhythm and the sleep hormones are all working together to help your child sleep and help them want to sleep. Um, so we come up with a bedtime routine that serves as a chewing system for the brain to go to sleep, as well as the schedule, as well as help your little one find things within themselves to be able to go back to sleep when they do wake up in the night. So sleep training is never, um, we all wake up every few hours in the night, um, and that's fine and that's normal. And sleep training is just showing your little one how to go back to sleep after every cycle the way that adults do.
0: I'll never forget, you know, working with you and just keeping kind of a, a sleep log or a tracker, trying, you know, filling that out. And I remember the first day realizing, oh, my son didn't actually wake up in the middle of the night. We slept through the night. And I remember that because my wife and I woke up in the middle of the night just kind of in anticipation. Like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is usually the time he wakes up. I might as well not get comfortable because he's going to wake us up soon. Yeah. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> and then we're like, oh this is great. We're making some, if that was the only thing we got out of it, that would have been great. Just being able to sleep through the night. But we, of course, we got so much more out of it. How do, uh, how do parents, you know, of course, after they work with you for a few weeks and you talk about the progress, how do they feel after working with you after they get their little ones to sleep on a more predictable and consistent schedule?
1: Yeah. And uh, I would say that the first thing that they feel is relieved. Like, oh, thank God this works, yes. right? Um, Finally be able to re- relax. So what you just described of like staying up at night when he was, suppo- he was usually waking up. So mm-hmm. usually the child will start sleeping through and then the parents take a little bit week or two longer before their nervous system relaxes. Um, and gotcha. so finally being able to relax. And it opens up a whole new world for them where they know what to expect and therefore they can start planning their life. So they're not just surviving parenthood, but actually thriving in it. So definitely relieved, then relaxed, and then like excited about what this means.
0: (laughs) Yes. And it's, yeah, it's funny because again, we weren't given a playbook on how to get them to go to sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which leads us to looking for our own answers, like you said, you know, exhausting all of our own answers, Google, friends, family, books. Yeah. But once we get that system in place and then they are have a predictable routine, we're relaxed, which, you know, if I'm a happier person, I'm probably probably being a better parent. I'm probably right. being a better spouse because I'm not wired on caffeine all day and oh yeah, sleep deprived. So I'm probably a better person, which you know benefits everyone around us, especially those who we love and are surrounded by. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And the marriage thing that you just brought up too—that's a huge one as well. Um, that people don't realize is how much it affects your marriage to be sleep deprived, um, and how finally getting that in place and being able to go out on date nights and everything it's just mm-hmm. a huge benefit to the family unit.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, we all, you know, there's millions of jokes out there about being hangry, right? How we mm-hmm. our moods change when we're hungry, but our moods change when we're tired as well.
1: Oh and yeah.
0: If you're in a household of a toddler who wakes up 2 or 3 times or a, a child that wakes up 2 or 3 times at night or or is sleeping in the middle of mom and dad's bed all the time because they haven't been able to sleep by themselves. Um without going into detail, if you have a toddler in the middle of your bed, it does affect the relationship <laughs> yeah. on the most obvious level. So it's always good to, and you know, everyone's going to parent their own way. I think my sister, you know, had my nephew sleeping in her bed um, while my brother-in-law was deployed. And that work of her makes sense. Yeah. Not my household. <laughs> my Right. Household
1: and, had- and that's the thing that like, I would love for parents to get out of this is that if it's working for you, what you're doing great, keep doing it. If it's not working though, get help. Like I so wish that sleep consulting was something that parents were budgeting for when they were about to have a new child and saw it as an investment that a lactation consultant or a doula or any other Mm -hmm. professional would be. Um, and, it's just not something that's mentioned in the whole pregnancy portion. Um, And even when your child first arrives, like you, it's just not as mainstream yet. And hopefully it becomes more mainstream where you don't have to get to that point where you're biting your husband or your wife's head off because you're exhausted Mm -hmm. or where it's been months of this going on. Um, And you, as soon as I have very few families that I work with that reach out to me the minute, that something starts going off. But when they do, they're like, great. You know, they never miss a step. Mm -hmm. And I wish that that was more so what was happening.
0: Awesome, Steph. If someone wants more information about you, your services, wants to read some of the work that you've written, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, they can look up my website, at appraithabump.com, or find me on Instagram, and or shoot me an email, Stephanie at stephaniaappraithabump.com.
0: Awesome. We'll leave that link in our show notes as well for anyone who needs that written out because I did not realize there was a uh S in the middle of a pray the bump. It's A-P-R-E-S T-H-E-U-M-P. <laughs> yes. So learn something new every day. Steph, thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me, Rob.
0: No problem. Enjoy the rest of your day.
1: You too.
0: Thank you for listening today, and I hope you were able to take something away from today's discussion. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and visit thehealthyparentplaybook.com for more information.